hope you're feeling encouraged by the massive value you can add to an industry and by the practical ways you can start to change things that need to be redeemed. Our final speaker for today is Dr. Snowy Koza. She's the CEO of Biggin Africa. Dr. Koza has become one of the most influential women on the continent and is passionate about transforming lives and doing good whilst doing business. Dr. Koza had to join us over Zoom and not in person due to the impact of COVID-19 on her family and her, and her colleagues. We hope she feels better soon. A blessed afternoon to all Ziwani partners and participants. Ziwani launched conference with the theme, the role of God honoring businesses in Africa came at the right time when our beloved continent of Africa is facing huge challenges from infrastructure backlog to disease burdens. COVID-19, for example, has added enormous burdens, more so on the continent of Africa than any other around the world for various reasons. We all know those reasons. It is my privilege indeed to join all the great and amazing God-serving business leaders today. My presentation would focus on restoration. Why and how redemptive business is key to transformation in Africa. Firstly, I will focus on contextualization of what redemptive business, restoration, and transformation is within our begin evangelism of doing good while doing business on the African continent. Secondly, I will share as to why we as Begin believe our redemptive business could contribute to transformation in Africa. Thirdly and last, I will share on how we as Begin contribute to transformation on the continent of Africa. It is clear, however, that we all believe that God-fearing businesses can bring restoration, rebuilding, and renewal so as to transform our beautiful continent of Africa. Ziwani, therefore, is the right instrument to sit at the lake, to drink from the well of collaboration and co-creation as redemptive businesses operating on the continent. Three critical concepts I would like to contextualize as I apply them in my speech within the bigger context as we operate on the continent. Because my bigger experience is what I will share to contextualize what I'm talking about. The first concept is redemptive business. We in Begin believe in what we call kingdom business, which is the same 
as redemptive business because we believe in delivering to transform, not in a religious way of delivering or deliverance from sin, but delivering services in a manner that improves the quality of life, thus saving lives and livelihoods. Some business leaders who do not understand redemptive business tend to confuse it with ethical business. Let me share with you how I, as a leader, differentiate these two concepts for begin. The first one is ethical business. In ethical business, leaders do two things. One, what they do, they do because it's necessary in order to be respected. The second one, they do the minimum required. I want to underline, they do what is necessary. They do the minimum required. That's ethical business. However, redemptive business has four things. The first one is, in redemptive business, we do what is essential, underline essential. Even if the impact is hidden and nobody is, is looking and nobody knows what we're doing. Secondly, as business leaders, we are collectively accountable to a higher standard, underline accountable to a higher standard in service delivery. Thirdly, we know that ours is a calling. Lastly, we bring maximum, underline maximum blessings wherever we are and in whatever what we do. So my question to us is, are we ethical businesses doing what is necessary and minimum? Or are we redemptive businesses doing what is essential, doing the maximum required? with greater accountability because we know it is a calling. I hope you'll reflect on this. The second concept is restoration or restore. For us, restoration at Begin means many things. While we build new infrastructure where required, we also restore, we focus on bringing back to life, rehabilitating, repairing, renovating, fixing, and rebuilding infrastructure, taking it back to where it was originally. So assets, whether infrastructure, buildings, finance, or people, we ensure that we need to develop it and manage it so that basic services are brought to communities. I must emphasize that when services are restored, families and communities are restored as well. Why? Because the improvements in the quality of life and livelihoods increase. Through restoration, basic services 
such as a home or a school or a factory or a hospital will have clean water, sanitation and electricity, for example. So restoring things like infrastructure is as important to bring restoration to the lives and livelihoods real time and on the ground. The third concept is transformation. This concept is critical as it brings to bear why God brought us on earth. Remember to transform lives as Jesus said. Transformation in South Africa is used to mean transfiguration of race and gender in particular, given the social, economic, and political background we come from. However, on the continent of Africa, issues such as race do not count. As Africans, we want to transform lives. Thus, for us as begin, we believe that to be able to transform communities on the continent, improving the quality of life through infrastructure development, we have to always do good while doing business. Transformation or dramatic change is slowly happening on the continent as many businesses bring services, products, and capital. I believe that as we continue doing good together, as redemptive businesses, we can do better and do even more. Why then do we believe in redemptive business to transform the continent? It is argued by many capitalists, the markets that find it and the business practices based upon it, that these are both good and corruptible. It is well known that most businesses are enablers of widespread harm to both people and the planet as they chase power and wealth through profit-driven motives. Exclusion, exploitation, financial fraud, environmental degradation, racial tension, inequality, indignities, and human rights violation are a daily practice without a conscience or even shame. We live in a broken, unfair, abusive, harmful, and sinful world, and business follows the ills of society. As we discussed today on the fundamental understanding that redemptive business is when we build new organizations, new products, new brands, new partnerships, new processes, and new patterns that in turn creates possibility and opportunity for others. And thus creativity and innovation make things happen and to happen in the right way. As redemptive businesses, we have to surrender our visions and our ambitions to God and do good while doing business. 
good not only to ourselves, but to current and future stakeholders. That is employees, customers, shareholders, partners, and communities. In doing good, we take risks to bring restoration using resources, processes, and systems without counting and wanting to be seen. We need to intentionally participate toward a healing transformation and to consciously promote triple bottom line of profits, people, and planet within the sustainable development goals, both in heart and in practice to the glory of God Almighty and not to the glory of shareholders and investors. In addition, the reasons why redemptive business is critical to bring transformation on the continent is because as leaders, we should be aware that the field is huge, but the laborers are few. Four challenges come to mind as I speak. The first one is righteous anger or indignation towards wrongs or when things are not of God. Righteous anger comes naturally and forces us to take appropriate action when confronted by corruption, racism, injustices, oppression, and tragic degradation of our environment. This anger provides us with an empowering feeling to step out of victimization and helplessness when con confronted by corruptors and criminals, for example, those who want us to give them brown envelopes. Africa is deteriorating as we see what is happening in South Africa. Ephesians 4.26 says, we can be angry, but not sin. So let us not be part of the things that are not of God. The second challenge is cutthroat competition. Beloveds, the continent is huge. Why compete unhealthily and unnecessarily? The African continental free trade area is our life. It allows us to collaborate and co-create. We can share our resources and build a marketplace where godly principles operate so businesses can flourish and communities can be transformed. Remember, we are called to be each other's brother or sister's keeper. The third challenge is living in the past. We know that trauma, oppression, and victimization has destroyed our continent. We in South Africa and Rwanda, for example, we can write books on our experiences. No matter how difficult this can be, I believe we can let go of the wounds of the past and forgive in order to reconcile. 
rebuild and restore our continent through our businesses to a whole new continent full of love, joy, peace, uniting as one for the future generation. Let us restore by uniting together through Ziwani, for example, to transform the past and bring new capital products and services onto the market. The last one is evangelism malpractices. The ability to touch the hearts and souls of others is a gateway to inner peace, clarity, and well-being. And this has been destroyed by false preachers and false prophets. Business has no standing foot to evangelize when the ground is swelling and is shaking as we see community unrest because communities do not trust anybody, anyone now. The distrust that is there in the community is huge. If they cannot trust people of God, who should they trust? Business has to prove themselves trustworthy. We as redemptive business, we can change this within ourselves to the outside world. We can make the devil a liar by glorifying God Almighty in all we do in our businesses. Now, how does Begin, as a redemptive business, continue to contribute on the continent of Africa? Because of time, I'm just going to focus on three areas, which helped us as Begin to contribute to transformation where we operate on the continent. The first one is strategy. Strategy brings about cultural impacts. God Almighty became the center of my decision when I was called to join Begin in 2010. Thankfully, and all glory, all glory to God, the shareholders, the board, and Beganites embraced me and supported our strategy of improving the quality of life through infrastructure development, not only in South Africa, but also throughout our beautiful continent. From a strategy development perspective, we intentionally wanted to do good. Our strategy was very clear that we will expand from the South in South Africa to the West and to the East regions of our continent. We chose not to get to other regions. As you know, the continent has got five regions for various reasons, and I would not talk to them today. We built a big and group through big and Africa and big and global. The outcome for both groups was to create a cultural impact of doing good in everything the organization does. The good is expressed in our mission of doing good while doing business. 
It is expressed in our delivering of services in infrastructure development, focusing in water, sanitation, agriculture, transportation, energy, real estate, and health, so that we can deliver good quality, on time, within spec, and within price or budget. Also, in serving our customers with respect and dignity. And also in creating development impact outcomes and value in the way we deliver products, services, and programs. Thus, our integrated reporting focuses more on development impacts, such as the number of jobs created, enterprises developed, local development, poverty eradication, number of homes built and connected to water and electricity, health services, and so on. Now, my question to you is, what is your business strategy saying about your boldness in acknowledging God to transform the continent through restorative services? The second part is operations. Operations to make impact on the lives of people. When we implemented our services and programs, everything the organization does further develops, supports and delivers the strategy. Our staff and partners know, for example, that we pray when we start our shareholder, our board and our staff meetings and that we are unashamedly a Christian business. From our culture of doing good, our systems, processes, policies, procedures, up to assets such as capital, business models, technology, innovation, and partnerships remain committed in doing good. The people impact for us is seen in, for example, in blessing people through fair pay and fair treatment. Employment conditions are conducive for people to be able to work and create wealth for their families. Our partnership approach, our partnership agreements and so on attest to the impact that we want to create. Also, through our humility, our grace, generosity, justice, patience, and mutuality, we are able to do good. Again, through creating a conducive environment for all to actualize themselves and be able to contribute to improving the lives and livelihoods of others. In addition to this, for us as begin, rather than just sharing with people about the goodness of the Lord, telling them that Jesus saves and putting a classroom at a school as part of our so-called social investment programs. No, we put a peck on the ground through our doing good programs. We've got Akaretha, Intutuko Foundation, and also high school and university bazare programs. The question to you is, 
Are your business operations supportive of people impact? Are we treating our employees, partners, customers, and communities with respect and dignity? Are our business policies and procedures articulating our intent to redeem people across the continent? The last aspect that I want to touch in this regard is leadership. Leadership that brings transformative impact. In Bigan, we have learned that transformation on the continent starts, falls, stands, and ends with leadership. Many are the challenges of leaders. Driving transformation agenda on the continent is not easy, especially when leaders are not redeemed. Critical in leadership too is environmental stewardship. How can we protect the environment? Because the environment will protect the future generation. Another challenge for leaders is corruption, corruption, corruption. This is such a one huge pandemic that continues to destroy our continent. Transformation impacts would only happen when the motives, ambition, worldview, character, and imagination of organizational leaders are transparent and are in the open so that the world may hold such a leader accountable. The light has to shine. We cannot put the light under the table. It has to be on top of the table so that it can destroy the darkness. So by dying to self and becoming more surrendered, more accountable, rested, and generous creates a winning, redemptive leader. I have seen many such leaders, but many too are not. My question to you is, are we ready to evangelize, to restore the goodness of God on the continent through our businesses? In conclusion, let me leave you with these fundamental questions. The first one is, what type of businesses are we? Ethical or redemptive businesses? Secondly, who are we as leaders? Thirdly, what do we do in our business strategies and operations to transform Africa? in a manner that pleases not the shareholders, but pleases God Almighty. How can we, that's the last question, how can we work together as the body of Christ at the lake through Ziwani to bring real transformation on our beloved continent of Africa? My plea to us, let us unite at the lake. Let us stand together and glorify God in everything that we do. I thank you. May God bless Ziwani.